Short controlled bursts? Not this time, Hicks. Step into Bill Riser's boots and load up your Infinite magazine. It's time we run and gun headfirst into the Contra Shattered Soldier soundtrack. Welcome to the Chips Groove Radio Podcast. I'm your host, Mike. Shattered Soldier was the first title released for the PlayStation 2. It was mostly a back-to-basics run at the series after the original PlayStation's Legacy of War debacle and its follow-up that saw our heroes in full 3D. Now, it wasn't terrible, it just wasn't what anyone wanted from a Contra title. Contra had always been crazy, weird, and downright absurd, but Shattered Soldier kind of took it to a new level. The soundtrack for Shattered Soldier is a collaborative effort between all-star Akira Yamaoka of Silent Hill fame and Soda Fujimori of the Dance Dance Revolution series. And together they created a pretty unique one on multiple levels, especially for a high-energy, fast-paced, hand-eye coordination nightmare of a game like Contra. Against all odds, between the slugfest of heavy guitars from Yamaoka and the smooth trance electronica of Fujimori, this soundtrack really does capture the essence of Contra, everything it was and everything it became over its lifespan up to this point. The guitars pummel the listener with killer drop tune chugging designed to keep the player pumped with every slight gallop. Your heart beats with every step Bill Riser and Lucia take, guns blazing. But that's not all, however. The metal guitars never really overstay their welcome. Behind all the guitars, and perhaps instead of them on many tracks, lies a killer synthesizer that brings a fantastic techno-electronica feel into the mix. When all is said and done, the result is a marriage of the two styles that may seem like they would be at odds with each other in principle, but come together in a groovy and heavy soundtrack that challenges what our perceptions of a modern Contra soundtrack should be. Akira Yamaoka and Soda Fujimori combine forces on the soundtrack to bring it all together. Both of them were Konami alums and both have strong catalogs to their names. Now to open the soundtrack we have a song called Venus, which pretty much lays the groundwork for the experience with a high energy crunch of distorted drop tuned guitar. It sends the message to the players real quick that the game will be intense. Uh, None of Yamaoka's guitar work on the album is particularly fast or intricate, but it complements the gameplay nicely and is actually pretty fun to listen to on its own. He is very skilled at crafting such a simple song that still has the drive and power as its main message, and he gets it across to the player quite nicely.
accompanying an FMV to show just how crazy the game can be and how over-the-top the action will be, Yamioka's heart-pounding riffs deliver that message with that song. There's barely any room to breathe in that song, and it's the perfect length to keep the listener engaged. Now, Soda Fujimori, on the other hand, delivers what he does best, the synthesizer. His strengths lie in the keys of good, dance-like beats, which is unsurprising given his Dance Dance Revolution projects. One of my favorite tracks of his on this album is Battle Train, which is exactly what it sounds like when you're playing the game. It's a straightforward synth beat with a great breakdown in the middle that really brings the player to a different space mentally, a key component of trance music. The change of pace, while commonplace in a lot of electronica and trance music, adds an element of depth to the gameplay here through aural cues. It's it's a nice moment to catch your breath during the otherwise tense firefight of precision and timing. So this type of stuff is why soundtracks are so important to the gaming experience to me. You can have music in the background of any game and it'll add to the experience by simply having something to listen to. But when it changes the experience of what you're actually doing in the game, that's when it, it comes to a different level. And it's when moments like that happen that I really start to appreciate the writing behind the game itself. You know, you're, you're playing a game, there's stuff happening and the music is amplifying that. And it's, it's making you feel certain things at certain times. And it's really awesome how they do that. Just like in the movies, you know, it's used to make you feel something. It elicits emotions and, and experiences that you would not have were it not there. That, in a nutshell, is what this podcast is all about, and I, I love it, and it's happening here, especially in this song. It, it's just why I want to honor these people who have added to the lives of all gamers everywhere.
you can hear the midsection of the song where it slows down and delivers that wonderful trance moment. Unsurprisingly, the song accompanies the action on screen pretty damn well. There is a little bit of a lull in the amount of gunfire happening at that moment. Fujimori does such a wonderful job of changing it up and keeping the song fresh. I never really thought that playing a Contra game would go well with such a mellow musical track behind it, but it really does work, and it captures what's happening on screen pretty flawlessly. I I just have so much fun with that part. Now, serving up yet another one of my favorite tracks in the game, Fujimori comes at us with Intestines, a very powerful Electronica song with a steady beat and many parts to keep it fresh, and that technique lines up with the fact that you're going through a boss gauntlet towards the end of the game. So each each section has, has a different boss accompanying it, basically. So Fujimori captures that pretty well, as one section kind of fades into the other with with zero seams. song where the the chorus is chanting a little bit and there's not a whole lot else going on and then the the synthesizer stings come in to kind of bring it back into the main theme it's really fun to listen to and it's really powerful soda fujimori comes through with a deep intense song that really keeps the player on edge while playing and it just really adds to that experience now he wasn't alone in the synthesizer department though Anyone who knows Yamaoka at all knows his abilities do not end with heavy guitars. He is just as skilled as Fujimori and delivers some great tracks in that vein. The next song I'm going to showcase is The Relic of Moirai. It is quite possibly the most beautiful. Yep, you heard it. You heard me call it Contra Track Beautiful. There's no going back now. A Contra song is beautiful 
<laughs> it appears at the climax of the game, or, you know, at least what appears to be the climax. And for all intents and purposes, it really does flip the script on gaming conventions by being a steady, ambient, and ethereal masterpiece during one of the most intense final fights in the game. It essentially occurs in space, or some projection of that. The fight is ludicrous. It showcases all the weirdness of Contra and what it has become, especially with Shattered Soldier. But Yamaoka manages to capture that quite expertly, somehow. <laughs> going to say it right now that is my favorite song on this album i've decided it in this moment just listening to that again and hearing how it never loses a beat the the swelling the constant swelling in the background kind of wafting up and down just adds to the depth of that album while the synthesizer is kind of singing that main theme the drums are going the bass Baseline is killer in the song. It's so simple and it it stays consistent the whole time, but it's just so fun to listen to. My my favorite part is when the bass starts getting a little bit heavier towards the end. Obviously, of course, I, Mike likes the bass. Don't I'm all about that bass. <laughs> no, but seriously, like it's such a fun thing to listen to, and when it when it slows down and then it picks back up towards the end and you hear the bass kind of add another element, there's almost two bass lines going. 
just accenting the the key notes and it's it's just so powerful and i love it yamaoka did such a fantastic job on that song and it really highlights the experience i there's really not much more i can say if there's a song to give you shivers while you're listening to it and while you're playing the game uh it's this one now moving on I would be remiss were I to neglect mentioning Islands, another Yamayoka track. It is a reimagined arrangement of the original game's first level theme. You know, it's saying, here's a reminder of that, and now here's a taste of what it is. I think he did a a phenomenal job bringing that song into the new age, or at least (laughs) what was new back in 2002. He showcases a mix of all of his talents on this song with a heavy guitar and synthesizer tunes that are relentless. While the song starts with high-intensity guitar riffs, they take a backseat towards the middle and end of the song to make room for just about everything else. You can hear the swells delivering that main theme, which if you listen carefully, is the main theme from the first game, accompanied by a drum beat that is just so fun and punchy. fun song to listen to. The midsection where the guitars kind of take over with those hits that are offset with the percussion, it's very interesting to me. I, I, I enjoy that part a lot. And it segues nicely into the, the ramp up, which begins with the keyboard scaling up over and over and then turn to scale downwards into that iconic melody. Yamioka's key work on this track is pretty fucking awesome and offers complexity to keep the listener interested and, and having a good time. And as part of that throwback, if the main theme weren't enough to remind you of the first game, for good measure, he throws in plenty of the walk-down scales from when you drop into the first game initially. It's very fun, and I love hearing the intro with the bass and drums just side-by-side with that kick-ass beat. Okay, so final thoughts. 
Uh, the collaboration of these two composers on this album cannot be understated. Not only are the songs expertly crafted and mixed, but the experience of the game is only heightened by them. It is no surprise that both composers had lengthy Konami careers, and that Fujimori's skill was even tapped for the follow-up Contra title, Neo Contra. So, kudos to him. Not every track is a banger. There are a few Segway tunes simply based on the nature of the game, and even Yamioka has a couple sluggish tunes that are a little hard to accept outside of playing it. Um, I would venture to say that the majority of the album is highly listenable and worth your time investment. As a big fan of the Contra series, uh, this game, this soundtrack, it, it definitely brings up a lot of uh, emotions for me. When I would think Contra as a child, I certainly did not jump to the words melodic or beautiful per se. I definitely enjoyed the songs up to this point, save for maybe a couple titles. But with Shattered Soldier, however, it's easy to say melodic or beautiful. It's easy to use those words to describe it. And part of my enjoyment of this record probably comes from my nostalgia from not only playing this game back then, but also when I was playing the game initially, thinking about the original Contra. Nostalgia is such a crazy beast. So what I wanted to say is that this soundtrack has a lot of memories tied to it for me. This game was finally the, the step into the future for the series, and the music was right along with it. You know, I was jumping from pretty much honestly, Super Nintendo to PlayStation 2 in terms of this series. So I wanted that complete experience, that the gameplay, the the story, the the music. I wanted all of that to be packaged nicely, and this was that answer. PlayStation 1's games were not what anyone was looking for uh, in a Contra title, or in Contra titles, and that very much includes the music that went with those games. So so this was that answer, and I just had so much fun playing the game. I beat it without dying. I'm very proud of that. I have the save file on my memory card, and the music just made the experience of, of doing all of that so much better, and the soundtrack just made the, the experience perfect for me. Uh, so is it is it a perfect soundtrack? No, I do have a couple of gripes with it, but overall it is a wonderful soundtrack. These two did such a great job, and the game is only better because of it. This game soundtrack proved that not everything has to be in your face with Contra. Uh, the, the action on screen almost never stops, and slow or toned-down interludes in several songs still don't feel out of place. Above all else, the album is an exhilarating ride, both in the heavy metal tracks and the electronica. You can feel the adrenaline when listening to it by itself, and at the same time, you'll feel that trance-like state of calmness that kind of pepper the album. Not to overstate any of this, but when I think Contra music... This soundtrack pretty much springs to mind just about as frequently as The Alien Wars does, and that game's a classic. To end here, all I can say is that you should find a way to listen to this. Konami did release a CD back when the game came out. Unfortunately, it has yet to appear 
in the ever-growing cache of video game soundtracks that are being released on vinyl. Um, Konami, again, I'm sure you've heard before, they've been releasing a lot of classic titles on vinyl. And in fact, Contra 1 and The Alien Wars have been released. So I'm holding out hope that this one day gets its due justice. Uh, but until that time, um, maybe grab the, the game. You know, find a, a used store or maybe eBay just to experience not only a good game, but the soundtrack as well. I give this an 8 out of 10. Thanks for listening, guys. I really appreciate it. Please rate, subscribe, review. Enter the discussion with our group on Facebook, the Chips Groove Podcast. I appreciate and love all of you. Catch you next time.